we're very lucky to be sitting here today with a wonderful educator and a, kind of a personal hero of mine because she is leading the charge in the state for computer science, Alicia Biggs. How are you, Alicia? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, well, we're, we're excited to have you. Um, go ahead, take a few minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, where you do it, etc. So my name is Alicia Biggs. I am the computer science coordinator for Lewiston Public Schools. I am a former history teacher and K-12 technology specialist, now building a computer science department where none has existed before. Nice. <laughs> we are fun. Okay, so you started off in, as history. Yeah. In the social studies realm. Yep. And then you went to technology. Yep. And now you're mashing the two together to create computer science. Getting there. <laughs> sounds awesome. This sounds like the dream. I'm not being serious because... I think it's amazing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, like when we talk about computer science and I say I'm a computer science coordinator, I tend to get the, so you can fix my computer, right? <laughs> <laughs> or, so you're going to teach the kids how to type and use Microsoft Word, right? Oh, yeah, your IT. <laughs> right. And your IT and keyboarding. <laughs> yeah. That's what computer science is, right? Yeah. Um, so we like to come in with examples of, no, computer science is what's building exoskeletons that allows paraplegics to walk. Computer science is what's allowing Elon Musk... Let that sink in, folks. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um, computer science is what farmers in Iowa and Indiana are teaching themselves so they can hack their John Deere trailers and not have to take them to the dealership when they die in the middle of the field. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that because they have to uh, go to a specific, a specific right. John Deere place and they cost ridiculous amounts of money, so they figure out how to... That's Right. It's the engine. They know how to fix an engine, but they can't do anything with it unless they override the software in the John Deere trailer. Wow. Like, computer science is teaching diabetics to hack their insulin pumps to make artificial pancreases because the latest insulin pumps are way too expensive to afford. So, I, I got to admit, you're, you're kind of freaking me out here. Yep. Because Good. I know nothing. I'm a big advocate <laughs> of computer science, as our listeners probably know. Um, but I'm horrible at it. I can't do it very well. I've done a bit of hour of code stuff. Yep. My kids kind of like it too. But but what I'm hearing is this is this is big time kind of intimidating coding, programming, diagnosing, etc. But I, that, that, that see, how does it? What does that have to do with schools? But it's it's not. It's problem solving. It's design thinking. If you take um, an algorithm, what is an algorithm? Solving a problem in a, a specific set of instructions. Okay. That's all it is. How do you make an algorithm to tie your shoe? Yeah, you need a lot of steps for that. <laughs> right. Because I'm just thinking all of a sudden, well, you just grab the laces. Mm -hmm. well, what laces? What are the laces? Have you defined those things? Yep. Cross them over. Well, right over left, left over right. right. Okay. So when you're thinking about that, when we introduce computer science to kids, because it is, it's it's the future. This is not the latest buzzword. This is not something that's going to go away in the next 10 years, just right. from the examples that I just listed. Our students need computer science if they are going to be prepared for tomorrow's jobs, for today's jobs. Yeah, period. Right. The end. End of statement. <laughs> the end. When we talk about teaching computer science, we start with these great examples to make it more approachable. So it's not just... Okay, it's not digital literacy. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but taking these concrete examples of you have to give the computer a very specific set of instructions that it has to follow. And you are always smarter than the computer. It's only going to do what you tell it to do. So if we look at, say, a kindergarten class, 
How do we tie our shoes? How do we make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Starting with those really basic examples to get students comfortable with that computational thinking mindset. With CS for LPS, we believe that every student is going to learn computer science in Lewiston Public Schools. Does that mean every single senior that graduates is going to be a computer programmer? Absolutely not. But are they going to have those problem solving and design thinking skills to go into any career? Yes. So when you're building curriculum programming, when you're looking at that kind of thing, are you calling it computer science? Are you calling yes. it design thinking and computational thinking? Are you qu- depends so on the audience. <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I'm going because the word words computer science scare people. Right. They hear computers. Right. They think what we just talked about with digital literacy. They mm-hmm. think keyboarding. They think presentations. They hear science. They go microbiology. They right. they go to these other areas. Computer science together can be kind of a scary thing. Right. And when you think about Maine, we have the longest running one-to-one program in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely in the country. Definitely in the country, yeah. While higher education may say, no, well, computer science is this very rigid definition and we have to say that it's always this. Realistically, yes, we're building a computer science program, but we're also running a marketing campaign. So will I say computer science to a high school teacher? Probably. When I'm looking at my elementary school teachers who, again, well, we need to know, they need to know their reading, they need to know how to interact with people, they need to know math. Then I'm going to change my vocabulary a little bit because I want it to be approachable to them. I can build the best computer science curriculum in the world, but if I don't have teachers on board, it's worthless. That's right. This is clearly important. As you you mentioned, the examples you gave at the beginning are spot on for one of the needs. I believe 75 to 80% of all of the emerging markets looking at main labor data um, are going to be either STEM or computer science related in one way, shape, or form come 2026. So this is not just a frivolity anymore. This is not one of those, it shouldn't be necessarily thought of as an elective anymore. So in order to get that to happen, we need both policy support Mm -hmm. and we need professional development support. What's happening in those realms? Because we know that there's been a work group that's been happening Mm -hmm. at the policy level, and they're going to be coming forward with a plan. I believe this could be... It was due January, I believe. So they're going to be coming forward whatever the comprehensive plan is to go before the committee. But along with that plan, there has to be professional development. Right. So what do we have for opportunities for our teachers, our administrators, et cetera, out there? So Educate Maine is the Code.org affiliate for Maine. Code.org is a phenomenal entry point. That's where we got our start. It is free curriculum, free professional development. Um, If you're looking for your elementary schools, K-6, they will come to you if you have enough people um, interested. When you're looking at 6 or 7-12, there is a week-long cohort that happens every year at University of New England, which applications are open now on Code.org's website or Educate Maine's website. Again, that's all free. Your lodging, your food, everything is taken care of. We've sent two teachers to that, and they said it was one of the best professional development experiences of their life. Some other opportunities that we're looking at, as always, Actum has kind of come up with CSTA and we are seeing a lot more CS-focused um, opportunities available there. Some other ones, um, exploring computer science for high school teachers. What I, I can't shut up about exploring computer science because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> computer science is a curriculum based in equitable access. So yes, you teach computer science, but it's making sure that you're reaching all your students. It's a curriculum yes. based in equitable Equity. access. Yes. That's what you just said. Yes. So that's that's like a mic drop walk away, like just back right? up, be like, Look, but wait, what else you got? Let me blow your mind even more. All right. Um so they 
if you apply and you get into their week-long cohort, it's a two-year commitment. You do your first year in Colorado. You go out for a week. They pay for your materials. They pay for your lodging. And you get a stipend. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Okay. They follow up with four quarterly visits throughout the year um, just to keep you, or not visits, but... Um, Check-ins. Check-ins. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, keeping you connected with other teachers throughout the country for doing this, who are also doing this. And then you go back the second year to revisit what worked this year, what didn't work. Oh, we have new teachers coming in. Like, it's wow. it's phenomenal. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug for Julie York down in South Portland, who did the ECS cohort with Maine Math and Science Alliance a couple years ago and is still going strong with it. So yeah, you have Educate Maine, you have Maine Math and Science Alliance, who's yep. also doing the eye-to-eye program. Yes, the Integrate to Innovate. That's where they're looking at three different uh, districts in rural Maine and figuring out from there, how can we bring computer science into the elementary level in particular and integrate it into what we're already doing? Because one of the things you hear is that teachers will say, well, I have too much to do already, especially at the elementary level. Right. I just, I just can't fit anything else in. Okay, well, let's not think about how we can fit everything else. Let's look at how we can take, if you give a moose a muffin, right. and turn it into a computer science thing to think about it in these terms of computational thinking mm-hmm. and computer science. Right. That's I2I. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. So you have Educate Maine, you have MMSA. For outside the state, you have things like Exploring Computer Science, which, like I said, it's a free program. They pay you to go. We have... I just learned about Carnegie Mellon's CSU Academy, also a high school program with an eighth grade option. Their training is online, and I'm 99% sure it's free as well. I think that's Alice, isn't it? Yes, yes. They are willing to come to us if we can commit 25 educators who want to be trained. Wow, that's neat. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I'm thinking next year on October 24th, we're, there is the New England Computer Science Teachers Association Conference happening at University of Southern Maine. So if we can get 25 middle and high school teachers to commit, we'd love to invite them as well. Hey, hear that, folks? Hear that, folks? That'd be a great opportunity. And for anyone who might be thinking out there, I think I may have heard about this Alice thing in a different way. I don't know sure where it is, where it came from. If you think back years ago to the last lecture by Dr. Randy Pausch, um, where he did a whole thing on uh, really achieving your childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. He's from Carnegie Mellon. He was part of the Carnegie Mellon computer science program. And he helped basically found a lot of what they found a lot of what they did. And one of his students created this program to, t- to try to reach in particular middle school girls, the Alice program. And it's just developed over the last 10, 15 years. I, that, that speech is one of the most amazing things that I've ever heard. I reference it almost almost every day at some point or other. Um, and so if you've ever read that or listened to it or seen it on YouTube, it's a reference to that. So I'm trying to get Melon. Sorry. No, you're fine. Again, I love it. I love it. down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I got two more rabbit holes for you then. Go ahead. <laughs> Next one up is Bootstrap. They are another free curriculum for high school, maybe some advanced middle school. Bootstrap is cool is because it takes that integration model, like what you're looking at for K-9 to I, and brings it to high school level for math and data science. Um, their training, I believe, is free. Don't quote me on that. But again, they're kind of out west right now. We're looking at how can we get them back east to work with our teachers. Um, and last but not least, of course, there is the CS for All script workshop happening January 22nd and 23rd with a snow date of January 24th in South Portland High School. And while this isn't going to give you 
we're not going to walk up to you and say, okay, here is the answer to all of your computer science programs because right. there is no one size fits all. This is going to guide your district through how do you make a computer science pathway that reaches all of your students K-12. That sounds really intimidating. <laughs> it does. But the but. workshop is designed, so it doesn't matter if you don't have any computer science happening in your district. It doesn't matter if you have four computer science classes happening at your high school. This process will walk you through on how you make a computer science pathway that reaches all of your students by going through a series of rubrics. Um, again, that is also free to attend, happening January 22nd and 23rd at South Portland High School. And more information can be found on Project Logins page. And Matt, you've been through it. I have. I've been through it uh, with my district. I've been through it with uh, a couple times, actually, with the I2I program <laughs> and also with uh, my district that recently attended. And the amount of goals that we've been, concrete goals we've been able to set as a result of that um, has really gotten everyone very engaged and interested and wanting supportive of trying to build this process and getting people involved, not just your, your teachers who are involved with computer science, but administrators, guidance counselors. Librarians. Uh, librarians. They're the folks who are also going to be the ones creating other areas of it and doing it, creating pathways and opportunities for kids. Our tech center yep. is also at our CTE center. Uh, we're also involved in that too. So um, it's great. So Alicia, where can we, people get in contact with you if they have questions? Where can they find you? Yep. Um, so we are cs4lps.org. That is how you can get in touch with us. You can see all of our presentations from events like this one. Um, and any information, we'd love to have you for a site visit or collaborate with you in any other way that's going to help bring computer science to more Maine students. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Alicia.